Welcome, ladies. When's the last? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, go ahead. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk Junkies, where tonight is going to be a very interesting night. Um, the reason being is because we have a guest in the house, Carl. He's been a guest on Talk Junkies before. If you guys didn't look, tune into last week's podcast, Jesse and I hit inflation. Um, inflation's happening throughout the world right now, and, and, a, and especially here in the States at a very alarming rate. I, I guess, uh, again, beef prices have went down. I mean, I bought like seven pounds of pork butt. Oh, I thought you said beet. And I was like, what a weird statistic. <laughs> like Beef prices, sorry. It was like right, 99, 99 cents a pound. So e- either way, I mean, inflation is happening. It's crazy. Look at your gas prices. We're up to like three fifteen a gallon. But anywho, we're going to talk about some different stuff tonight. Carl, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? It's been a while since I've seen you in person. Yeah. I see you every Sunday or Monday, Tuesday, whenever you post a video. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. Doing all right. That's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm gravy, bro. Gravy. Well, now that we're all doing gravy, uh, we can get into the, today's topic. Uh, just briefly want to talk about, um, so there's this new law that or this new legislation being passed in Philadelphia, and it was voted on 14 to 2. It's going to pass. It's going to happen. Um, lawmakers in Philadelphia have passed legislation barring cops from making minor traffic stops uh, that critics say unfairly target minorities, becoming the first major U.S. city to do so. So when you ask what type of like minor types of things that they're not going to pull people over for, it'd be like a broken headlight or taillight or an expired inspection tag or expired uh, expired tags. They w- so the cop- now how are they still going to ticket them though? Is my big question with that. I don't know. Maybe they won't ticket them anymore. I would figure if they're See, not going to get pulled o- if they're not going to get pulled over, then but how they're they not gonna- making all of a sudden uh, a turn signal being out against the law. You know, with that, without having a, like a street I mean, it's regulated still technically car. against the law. Yeah, because you need street regulated shit. There's a reason why turn signals are a thing. You know, tell that to BMW, you know, owners right now. They they need to be hearing this. But um, no, there's a reason why they, that they don't in know place. turn but signals how, are a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, but how are they actually like going through the process of ticketing them? Is my big question with that. Yeah, I'm all for this, but how do you you just see them, and then you do a minimal pullover? kind of scenario to where we're like hey we're not going to be intrusive at all it's just this and then they hand you hand you the the citation and then that's it they're not going to do an intrusive evaluation of right right, right. search search the car is, all that, is that what stuff. it is that's my question I, the article doesn't really go in I, i'd have to read the legislation and that's my bad if i'm going to bring up a topic i probably should have read the legislation on it it's probably a couple hundred pages who knows but you, you would think, I think that's probably the case. They'd pull them over, say, hey, here's your ticket, get it fixed. To where if you get pulled over for a minor a minor offense, they cannot do anything more but just either hand you the ticket or give you a warning kind of thing. They can't do any kind of intrusive. I mean, now we're just, we're just speculating because we I don't, don't know honest, what. Honestly, I don't think they're going to be able to pull you over at all from what, what, it, what it, makes, it makes it sound like. You said minor, but did you say uh, minority in there? Yeah, yeah. So the Philadelphia City Council voted 14 to 2 on Thursday to pass the Driving Equality Bill designed to reduce unequal police practices against minority, mi- minority motorists or what has been called driving while black for minor offenses such as busted taillight or expired inspection stickers. So you did say that outside. Does that just add a new, a new thing to it before we talked about it? I think the the bigger issue comes down to it just from hearing this is people are not educated enough on how to interact with police officers and knowing your own rights um, because you can be pulled over for something minor and you can tell a police officer no. Uh, and I know you're shaking your head right now. Yeah, I'll get you, into my point after you go ahead and finish. But you have definite legal legal rights that you can follow if you're educated in them enough 
to be pulled over for something like that. And then, yeah, the cop might give you a little discourse or whatever, but you, you still, the constitution already has this like set in kind of thing. So my feeling of this whole thing is that it is almost kind of trying to balance out people not knowing their legal rights and being taken advantage of so much. And you just need to know your your legal rights, which they don't teach in fucking high school at all. But you have definite legal rights whenever a police officer pulls you over. So th- this is what it says. Sorry, it says <clears throat> cops can still issue citations to be mailed to drivers for infractions such as improperly displayed emission stickers or an unfastened license plate. So... Oh, they're, well, that's weak they're gonna, sauce. They're not going to pull them over. <clears throat> they're just going to probably get their... Uh, they're going to run their plates, and then they're going to mail them a ticket is what's going to happen. Which, honestly, if I... If I have an expired tag, like, Jesus Christ. Like, I already know I have an expired tag. Just go on ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mail me the ticket. Like, you don't need to pull me over and tell me my tag's yeah, expired. Exactly. I, know. Right. I fucking know my I know. fucking tag's expired. You don't have to go through that process. So, yeah. But I have a feeling what they're really getting at is police officers was probably taking advantage and being too intrusive and going too far given the lack of knowledge from the person being pulled over and then they felt as though their life was intruded on. But once again, this all could be avoided if you actually taught how to interact with police officers like in school kind kind of shit. Yeah. And and there is a certain way that you can interact with a respectful police officer and then a very intrusive, you know, having a bad day police officer. Then you can handle that shit a different way too and, and express your fucking rights to them. See, I to touch on that, like, I agree with you that people should should know more rights and more people should say no to police officers and stuff in that situation because you should know what they're actually allowed to do. And then, but at the same time, they can make, they can make your life hell during that stop. And even in the future by finding something else to ticket you for. And here's the other thing. The police officer can be in the wrong and do something illegally, illegally ticket you or illegally detain you or whatever. And it doesn't matter because going by the law, you still have to follow them at that moment. Yeah. And then later, you deal with it in court. Which brings me to my next point, which is, I don't know, and I don't know because, A, I don't live in Philadelphia where this is at, and B, I'm white, so I don't have a lot to say on that subject because I haven't experienced the discrimination myself. But I feel like a lot of times, it's not a race thing, it's a class or a wealth level thing, yeah. where I'm like, hey, if I'm super broke... Like, I'm fortunate enough and have been good enough with my money that I'm not. But if I am super broke and I get pulled over and, like, I'm living, like, day-to-day or week-to-week for rent and stuff, and I get pulled over and I'm like, I know I'm in the right here, so I'm going to disagree with this cop respectfully, but this cop just has a hard-on for giving me a ticket for whatever reason, even if he's in the wrong. He does that. Now, for me to avoid paying this $120 ticket that I can't afford, I now have to go to court look presentable to go to court if I have clothes that even, you know what I mean? Like there's all these things where it's like at the end of the day, it's really just shoving down the the poor and the minorities and stuff. But honestly, yeah. just the poor in general, it's always, we've talked about in the past, it's always been a tax on the poor. Yep. And I'm like, so I agree with you is everybody should know their rights and everybody should be able to talk to police that way respectfully and tell them, you know, that I know my legal rights and all this. But even with that being done, it doesn't stop them from putting you in a situation where now you have to shell out tons of money that you don't have. Yeah, and more they, cops take offense to that too. When you, you know your rights, they, they take it as a sign of aggression. Yeah, too. Try, try telling a cop no. 
Oh, yeah. They'll find something on you. There have been cops recently who actually, because there are a lot of people out there on YouTube who do First Amendment audits on cops, and they'll just go out near the police station. They'll just record the cops. Mm -hmm. No, I've seen a lot of those. On public property. But so now what you're starting... It's weird that police need policing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But we've only had that because of the technology that we have now. Yeah. But there are, the what I'm saying is cops are starting to, you know, as opposed to getting angry at them and trying to arrest them, and they're just like, well, no, no, I completely understand that this is your right to do it. I just saw a video the other day of a cop just, you know, he's just like, okay, just make sure you stay in the private, yeah. uh, on the public no, uh, public sidewalk, and you're good. And there are, I'm not saying all cops are bad. There are good cops. There's probably more good cops than there's bad cops. But it doesn't change the fact that the system all, is, all it, it takes is... It only takes a few. Yes, and it also, and, when you're talking about these levels of, like, Man, everybody makes mistakes. Like, just, it's humanity. Everybody makes mistakes. We all do, police do, everything. But when you're talking like, I mean, you're talking about like a single mom who doesn't, who's working a waitress job and is taking care of her kids, has to pay for daycare. So some days when she goes to work, she's actually getting negative money because she's not making enough money to pay for the daycare or the babysitter or whatever, doesn't have parents, whatever the situation is. And then on top of this, she can't afford, she's got to wait till next month before she can get her light replaced because she doesn't have the money for it. Now she gets pulled over for that. Now she gets a ticket that she can't afford. Everything piles on top of each other. So and reasonable reasonable on, police officers, which I've, I've dealt with. But, no, only, no, no, but yeah, all no. it takes is the one, what I, I was getting I know, at is it only yeah, takes the one bad one but, to on. really mess up that person's life for a solid amount of time. Like, so, but then this comes down to the judge, and if you have a good, like, sound mind but, judge. Once again, it comes to the judge. Now you're, so, wait, hold up. So now she has to pay for a babysitter and take off it's work. Like I'm supporting so she, police right now. Which well, look, she has to pay for a babysitter and take off work to go to court for this now. But this legislation doesn't even, it doesn't even really, I'm with, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't change the legislation that's being passed. Doesn't change the fact that that scenario is still going to happen. No, I know. And I'm at, at that point. I wasn't even talking about the legislation. Sure, sure, I was sure. just talking in general about the thing that you were talking about where it's like, man, it really is a hit on the poor where I'm like, you said, yeah, uh, everything is a fucking, you, you said, the Oh, the, the judge well, would be blah, blah, blah. But man, some people like, so here's, you're talking, you could fuck up three months of her fucking life yeah. over some, the smallest incident. And that's happening across the board. So roughly 97% of vehicles stopped in Philadelphia are low level infractions. Okay. And there's 1.6 million people that live there. Um, the newspaper reported, okay. Black drivers in the city accounted for 72% of those stopped for the vehicle code violations over the recent well, one year span. Well, I want, I want to hear the actual, like, depending on that jurisdiction like what is the population of of race yeah there? so despite accounting that's for just too because then that sounds outlandish I'm, up until you hear that oh it's 90 percent black no, right. so it's and it's, then you go oh well that makes sense it's why, why that is it's 43 percent okay yeah okay so the numbers could be misconstrued somewhere yeah but I mean that just imagine all these low low level traffic tickets how they're affecting people's lives and like, by the way black guys, people are poor yeah I mean it, it, also <laughs> In in general, black people are, are the poor people. The minority. Yeah. Norm, Norm McDonald makes a really good joke about that where someone gets really offended and is like, you can't just say black people are poor. And he's like bringing up all the statistics and he's like, no, statistically, like black people are poorer than white people. And this isn't like a, oh, I'm better than you, any kind of thing. Like he's bringing out the, the injustice in the world that causes this. So I, I guess what I'm trying to just say is that they're not really even fixing the problem. Yeah, they're not going to get pulled over. And I guess the only problem that it's fixing is if they do have drugs in their car or or anyone, I'm not saying black people, but anyone in that scenario, maybe they don't get arrested for having drugs in their car. When you, when that would have been the case if they would have got pulled over for the broken headlight, all it's, it's doing is just saying, hey, I'm just going to mail you the ticket. 
it's still going to affect people in that that negative way. So they're really not fixing the problem of the state no, collecting they're money. Not. Because like you said, it could be a month before she could afford to change her headlight. And it's not like that doesn't make her, if, if you're watching this or listening to this, that doesn't all of a sudden make her a bad person. Like if you've never been in that situation, you don't know. Like right. I've been poor, I've been broke before, and I've still never had it that bad. But I know there are people out there who do. Like there are single parents, blah, 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 whatever, no family, no relatives, all this different stuff that happens and compounds on you in life to where you have a moment. It's not your whole life, but you have, maybe you have an off year. Maybe you have a year where you're just in a really shitty situation. You got out of domestic abuse or whatever, like you're going through some shit and you have a bad year. And now all of a sudden that bad year is extended by months and stuff because of, because of a $120 ticket. Right. That really, like, did the, the did the state or the county or the city need that hundred and twenty dollars because you had expired tags and you literally showed them the documentation? And you're like, I can't afford it. I can afford it in a month. I'm saving up money for it. Do you do you believe that there's extortion within our legal system as far as like yes. how violations go? Yes. Yeah, because it's all about profit. You know, I mean, they say it's not, and they don't have quotas, and we've talked about it before. Oh, it is. But yeah, they're making money. No, I got pulled over in Kansas City. I got a speeding ticket going twenty two over. And uh, my buddy who I work with used to be a sheriff. And he's like, oh, it was Kansas City? I said, yeah. He's like, yeah, they don't care. They just want the money. Because I, li- I had my insurance out. I was getting ready to hand him everything. He's like, nope, just need your license. Went back. Didn't say nothing. Like, that's literally all the interaction I had. Just give you the ticket. Gave so you the can ticket. Pay the money. Sent me on my way. He's like, yeah, Kansas City, they don't check for warrants. They don't, they don't give a shit. They just want the money from the ticket. And then he's going to go back, post up, get somebody else for the money. Yeah. And I was, I was on a Tinder date. The same shit like happened to me because I was expecting uh, man I was like 25 at the time I think 24 25 and I was on a tender date maybe a little earlier than that I don't know I'm weird with time but I was like on my way to a tender date at a coffee shop with the chicks whose pictures did not line up with who she was <laughs> it has nothing that's, to do with anything tender. it had nothing to do with anything and I wasn't even a rush there it was like right uh right by Bannister the the speed limit drops from 75 to 65 I was still going 75 same shit, pulls me over, didn't need barely anything. Nope. It was just super your license. quick. Yep. Yeah. He's like, hey, it was like 150 bucks. He's like, no, 150 bucks. Pay yep. this online. Yep. He's like, hey, sign this and then and then, you know, here's an online way to pay it, which yep. I literally paid it the same day. Yep. I was like, they're literally just getting money because the speed limit drops so quick. You can't even tell. Like if you're just driving, yep. it happens so quick going north into Kansas City. From Lake Bannister. And that's all he was doing. Just pumping out, pumping out tickets. That's which after you get one, then you slow down right there. You know, yeah, you learn. Not, yeah, 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 you learn same there. spot. I slow down now every day. Yeah, you, yeah, you slow down there now. Yeah. But that's, no, it's. That's the exact that same thing that happened. The only, I've only ever had one speeding ticket, but I had it when I was like 17, I think. 17 or 18. And the same kind of situation where I was driving between Platte City and Farrellview. And the speed limit goes from, it's on a, it's on one of those smaller roads where everything's shrouded in trees. You know what I'm talking about? Where like, you can't see signs because there's so many bushes and trees in the ditch. Yeah. It's just like completely covered. Um, and it goes from 45 to 25 because you're getting ready to enter town. And I shit you not, the cop is sitting on a little off pool thing back in the trees. That's literally, it's just a little gravel patch built to fit one car. And it is right at that sign. And it was the same thing. I flew past there going 45 because that was the speed limit. And the moment I passed it and couldn't really see the sign because it's off hidden behind the trees, 
He whips out behind me. It was the quickest interaction I've ever had with a police officer where he just pulls up, blah, 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 license, whatnot. Here's your ticket. And that's it. And then to get, I mean, that on its own is just fucked and brings up the exact same point you were making. But to get more into that real quick, at that exact same time, either a week before or a week after, um, my stepsister at the time got in trouble for running a stop, uh, stop sign. And between Fairview and Platte City, it was two different counties. My prosecutor, I think I've told you guys this before. Yeah. My prosecutor was her defending attorney because they're in different counties. So my prosecutor was her defense and my defense was her prosecutor. Shit you not can't. This is too weird to make up. And my dad literally meets with them and our lawyer and gives them money. And that's it. It goes away for both of us. Well, now courts too. I've, I want to remember what county around here was doing it, but you can go just directly to the courthouse and just cut out the lawyer and just pay them more money to get it off your license too. Yep, it just won't hit your license. Yeah. They'll it's knock just, it. Down. Hey, it costs more money, but they realize now you don't get points. But now the now the state gets the money instead of a lawyer getting the money. Yeah, so that now they're getting more of the money, which is. Yep, so more of the problem. They're literally, hey, let's cut out the middleman. It's, it's exactly extortion. what they're doing. It's literally extortion. It's extortion yeah. is fuck. Yeah. yeah, and that's why they talk. It only about gets worse, by the way. This is very low level extortion. Yeah, and the extortion only gets worse. No, 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 no. It's not DUIs. It's talking about DUIs, DUIs and drugs and drug oh, charges yeah. and marijuana and all this. Oh. You talk about low level extortion is fuck. Low level offenses, though, they add up. They add up, and yeah, you, no, you know, for sure, depending on how big your city is and all that shit. But regardless of, of, of anything, is this legislation isn't helping anything. Like, they're passing it, and they're saying it's going to stop, you know, um, black people from, you know, being... Um, and I still don't know enough being, about that legislation, be, like, so... Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's not going to change the fact that, if that they, they see that, they're still going to write that person a ticket. And they're going to mail it to him as opposed to pulling them over. So I don't really understand... If anything, like, now, what, what happens if, like... I don't know. They don't check their mail or it gets lost in the mail or some stuff. Yeah. Now they're getting hit with a late fee and a missing court fee and yeah. all kinds of shit. But do you think it helps with the interaction though? I mean, how times every story is that's well, a valid point. Well, actually, well, that's a, bench, a, a bench warrant has to be, has to be presented by a police officer or, or someone of the court. I'm, I just want to hear Carl's point on this. Cause that's a, I know what you're going for. And this is a really valid point. Uh, but no, there's like there's a YouTube channel I watch, Audit the Audit. He goes through First Amendment rights through, uh, through police officers. Through that le legislation, is it going to limit the interaction between the police officers? So, yeah, you'll get the fine for the, the tag, the uh, light being out, whatever the case may be. Um, but you're not going to have the interaction anymore, so they're not going to find, you know, a gun, you know, the drugs. They're not going to find something else while you're you're talking to them. And, and usually, you don't have when a chance of getting, them, you don't have a chance of now having a misunderstanding and getting shot exactly. or something like this, like less interaction with the police is honestly a better thing. I think that's probably the, the it, you know, that maybe that's the, the route. Cause yeah. it's saying it's targeting minorities. So again, I think probably those statistics uh, they get shot more and, you know, not to go as, as extreme, but um, less interaction would be a good thing. In my opinion. I know. I completely agree with that. Yeah. That's I didn't even benefit. think of that side of things. That's, that's you a know. Great, great benefit of the legislation being passed. Right. You know, because again, if you look at this YouTube channel, he he goes through it. He'll give cops a, a rating and the and the uh, inter, interact e uh, a rating a b c or d. And I watched the same. Videos. A lot of times he's like, exactly I was gonna say, I think we've about. all seen him. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Audit the audit. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. But he's like, in every time he's like, just limit your answers or just don't talk. You mm -hmm. know, you know, cops are like, where are you coming from? You don't you don't have to tell them where you're coming from, where you're going, and they they only keep you at that stop for what 
they stopped you for. Right. You know, technically they can't even call in a canine unit. You know, they can only stop you long enough to but all to it, conduct their job. Once again, all it takes is that one bad apple. Exactly. That you get no, yeah. The day, and like maybe it, I don't want to bring race into it, so I'm not going to do that part. Yeah. But I get pulled over by a bad apple it, cop, and now you invoke I, your I, rights. I. I invoke my rights but i'm super polite and respectful about it but i invoke my rights say hey i'm not gonna answer any questions blah 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 blah, give me a ticket give me the ticket if you want to give me a ticket and he can be an asshole and be like oh it's gonna be like that i'm just trying to ask where you're going and see what you're doing and stuff yeah wait you got drugs yeah why why don't you want to talk to me you got this charge on your record about like a dui or some stuff like eight years ago or whatever you've been drinking yeah like i no, sir i don't have to answer any questions blah 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 i'm gonna need you to step out of the car whatever like all this stuff that can now escalate yeah all because you were invoking your rights and even if the cop is found wrong later it doesn't matter you're still hit with that shit then and to prove your innocence is now going to cost you money more money than it would have if you would have fucking ran into been been submissive yeah and basically let him have his fucking way with you because you're guilty till you prove your own innocence at that point it's stupid I i think really good wholesome police officers which there are plenty of them Oh, you know, for sure. Exactly yeah, for sure. what Paul was saying is it only takes a couple of fucking bad eggs that start ruining the name is that they don't want to deal with that shit either. They they want better. They want people to make it home safe. They want people to make it home safe. They don't want to have to go through that. It makes their job easier. Why wouldn't police want things Man, like this to where they, they have still... to be so intrusive? You know, it literally makes their job easier. Man, if that's the case, you would have one sitting. I, I, I agree with you, but like it's still about the money. Because you could have one sitting. There's the bar that's close to our house. You could have one sitting there yeah. in the bar parking lot and being like, "Hey, man, I see you're stumbling around and stuff. Like, don't get in your car. Don't make me pull you over. Right? Like, walk home, call an Uber, or I'll give you a ride or whatever. But don't get in your vehicle. Yeah. Let's not it's do this tonight. But they the don't public. do that. You well, know where they well, sit? Two blocks away in their car, waiting watch for you, you to drive yeah. past and swerve so that they can get that money. How many it's times on bus have we seen people? Seen people? There uh, cops sitting there. At where would you buffs? Oh yeah, all, uh, all the time. Every time, whenever we used to go up there, all the time they always used to be sitting across the parking cherry lot. Pick. Yeah, yeah, they, they cherry pick. Just the watching. Same. If you really cared about people getting home safe, that's what you would do. Yeah. You would provide to... that service, being like, "Hey, man, yeah, you want to protect the public? Don't like, dude, I see you. I just saw you take two shots. Like, you and your friend are stumbling around. Like, just don't get in your vehicle. But they know they'll get the money if they catch you doing it. Exactly. I feel like, I feel like it has to be public knowledge. And, and again this is my bad for not doing any, any more internal research is I'd be curious to know how much, you know, the belt and police department rakes in per year with all and violations. I think, that's, public, I think that's public, right? You can find that. Yeah, that's what it I'm has saying. To be, and yeah. I wish I would. And, and I would be curious to know, I'm sure some of it or a lot of it does go to pay the police officers. Maybe oh, it doesn't to, to their pension. I almost guarantee you. Oh to yeah. Their pension. Yeah. The, the, the money makes, that they make from their extortion goes to themselves. If it didn't, well, and, the, so and the city in general. They but probably that, get a, that, a percent goes filtered, to them and a percent filtered. goes to, yeah. Trust me, it's filtered back to them in some way. In, in pensions and fucking all this and everybody's meeting their shit, I guarantee, I guarantee But there's got to be a city or a state or somewhere in the United States where there's such a large amount of money that they don't know what to do with it with the amount of, that they're extorting from people. Well, they know what to do with it. Get better cars and have a better pension That's, yeah. and do all this stuff well, so like, you can right. continue. Well, you said Belton. They're trying to get a canine unit. And, or I don't, they, I don't think they have one. I think they're trying to get one. It was all over Facebook here recently. So, you know, their money's going towards that shit, too. Mm-hmm. If you start making money on this podcast, you're just going to put it back into this podcast. Yep. Get better mics, is, better equipment, it, editing stuff, whatever. Like This doesn't surprise anybody. You talking about a canine unit being brought <clears throat> to Belton. Like, I, 
I talk about fucking this endless, like, void of just going into that, of not fixing the problem, just extorting money out of it. That's all you do. Oh, there are drugs? Let's make it illegal. Oh, and that's going to make drugs go away. No. When have we ever mm-hmm. fucking seen that fucking work? Yeah. Fucking never. Where us as, like, really well-minded individuals saying that, oh, man, we're going to be okay with this. Yeah, let's just keep, like, shitting on on these people and creating this divide. The law creates the divide between the, the people who are honestly in bad mental health, having to fucking use all this, give them no support, and then fucking just basically throw them in a fucking jail at some point after their fucking fourth offense. And we have no sympathy for these people. The whole point of our government is to have a, a good idea in sympathy and empathy for for the people going through that shit. We have none of it. It's how much money can you make, which is a terrible fucking thing. I hate to say it. That's Same why thing police with, like, mad. basically like private corporations. Oh, yeah. Same thing with bad. Mothers Against Drug Driving. I'm sorry. That sounds really cool, dare. right? Like dare the but, dare program, Mothers Against Drug Driving. All that shit sounds really good at its surface. So incredibly I'm sorry, ineffective. Sorry, it's 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 poisoning. If it's dare poisoning. taught me anything, they said everybody's gonna offer me drugs yeah. though. That Liars. was a lie. The other I, thing is they I lied about they lied about drugs. stats and stuff back in the day. Man, I remember going to Dare and them talking about how like, oh, if you smoke weed, there's a one in seven chance you're yeah. gonna have a heart attack or you'll become addicted to for life and all this different bullshit they fill you with. And there's two things. One if you're going to educate people about this, A, don't lie to them because that doesn't work. And B, don't take that route because we all know how we are as teenagers where you want to rebel. Dude, just be straight up. Honestly, you'd probably have less people doing drugs if you were like, hey, marijuana is going to make you feel really good. But it's also when you smoke it, it's probably going to make you lazy and not be very productive and just sit on the couch and not really do anything that day. So like... Yeah, maybe once in a while that might be an okay thing, but you're not going to want to do that for life because you're going to live a very unproductive and shitty life. And then if you start getting into the harder stuff, like, yes, this stuff, I'm not going to say it's not fun. Sure, it can be a hell of a lot of fun, but you'll be, you know, you take heroin, you might be addicted for a long time, and it could fuck up your whole life. Oh, and yeah. Stuff. We really think y'all should stay away from it. We want, we want you to know the facts about it, though. Yeah, and they, they don't do that. We, we live in an unsympathetic society. We, we worry about where the money comes from and how can we exploit where where it, that comes from. It always comes back to money. Yeah, it's never I feel helping like I say that every podcast. It if, always if they, comes back to money. If they, they really worried, if, if they really fucking worried about uh, people, well, then they'd write different laws. What they're worried about is how can we exploit money. exploit this. Yeah. And then re- but the thing is, like, it, it, and it always comes back to the people. It's like we have the power and we just kind of just sit back and allow it to happen. You have, you know, a majority of our population in, in where we live, the city that we live in, and they all start, you know, talking to the police station or, or whoever makes policy in, our, in where we live. Hey, we need to change this. An overwhelmingly amount of people say, hey, we probably should change it. It might change. You know what I'm saying? Like, look here in Philadelphia. This is a perfect example. Like you said, there's going to be less interactions with people right. that have to that, that could change lives. How many lives is that going to save, you know? Something happened in Philadelphia where they're like, we're fucking fed up. We're done. They're still extorting your right. But, like, we still allow it to happen. We we got to say enough is enough and say, hey, like, we need to all start. It's hard to do when we're just so, like, brainwashed into yeah. not caring. We're, like, sure, no, and, we're, like, we're and, fed, and like, we're fed, like, apathy. About- we're fed, like, hey, just pay attention to Facebook. Pay attention to YouTube. Pay yeah. attention to, you know, what, you like, all this different, all this different stuff. Snapchat, no, watch TikTok, do all these things. 
that have no importance in actual right. life, but keep doing them. So, yeah, and you're not wrong, but, and you look back into time and you always hear the stories of the old timers saying, yeah, I would drink and drive. And if I'd get pulled over, they would follow me home or they'd take me home. So like that used to happen back in the day where they weren't extorting people for money. So obviously this is something that happened in the nineties and the early two thousands up into the present day. Yeah, it was mad in in the nineties. Yeah. The same time Derek came. They realized they could make a lot of money off. Exactly. They they realized they could start extorting a shit ton of money out of it. Yeah. So we we, even, you got people on and I, I, and the law firms were great with it. They're like, Oh oh my God, the law firms were like, thank God. You're coming up with these laws now. Like you're making it point. They changed it from 0.15 to 0.08 just yeah. because they were like, oh, it's easier to get people that way. They There's no like actual scientific. I mean, there is scientific proof. Don't let me say that. But there's not like they haven't proven. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That bullshit. That bullshit that is on fucking. Um, what is it? Um, that TV show that's. Uh, Mythbusters, Myth yeah. fucking Mythbusters, where they like each have a beer and then can't fucking oh, they drive. Calcul- yeah, they calculate it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, <laughs> you fucking pussy motherfucker, <laughs> you can't hold your shit that fucking far. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, sorry. that's what's different. A point away for me is different for a point away for it, you exactly. too. Exactly. And I'm not promoting person. I'm not promoting drunk driving by any means. But like. We're talking do you about think, extortion. Do you think you should be able to go? Like, we're all adults here. And if you're out there and you're watching or listening and you're an adult, should you be able to go have dinner with your family and have one beer or two beers oh, yeah. while you're at dinner and then drive oh. your family home? Yes. Not because if you think you're over the limit, by the way, yeah, like you're over the limit at one beer in less than an hour. Unless you're Don Terry Poe. And then you can have three beers. <laughs> Willie Rofe, bro. Willie Rofe. Be like still right there, you know. Well, it's, 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 but that's, it's ridiculous. Whenever you blow it, again, that's that's a, yeah, that's a that's a cop's perspective, though. When we were coming back from uh, the outhouse, me, you, and Jordan, I got pulled over. Remember that? I blew a .08. I do remember that. I blew a .08. And he got, the officer was like, uh-oh, you know what that means? I said, no. He slaps him in the back. He's like, you need to go home. I'm like, cool, fuck <laughs> me. No, the, the trooper. No, I remember that. Yeah, that trooper. Yeah, yeah he, yeah, I blew his. You were driving the Aztec, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> I, remember I, this, uh, I remember this night. The uh, taillight, or the uh, license plate light was out, supposedly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, to get me out of the car. But, you know what I mean? I blew a point oh eight. you know? And what, what Kyle, happened? my cop buddy, he was just like, fuck, he's like, I probably would have arrested you. I'm like, it's just, it's perspective like but i how did could I, he, how, oh because yeah point oh eight he could either arrest you or let you go home i wasn't over the limit though so, so how can no, they arrest point, you point oh eight is the limit they can arrest you at point oh eight but he said well his, or his, he can be his a nice reason guy, was or or he can be a nice guy and be like dude you're right there yeah. like right going ahead technically go. they can arrest you at point oh four or point oh two it's just it's how, up to the cop's discretion that's, they what can he, say, that's what he said they can literally say man this breathalyzer has a margin for error and is probably inaccurate but i can tell from the way you were acting, that you were intoxicated. So That's, we're going to need to bring you in. He said he was going to let me go based on how I did on my uh, field yeah. sobriety they test. Can, you, can, you can blow a which zero was second one. and take a field sobriety test, which you are not legally obligated to take. But you can blow a zero, take the field sobriety test, which, once again, you should never take. Um, and for whatever reason, let's say you're bad at balance. You've never been able to skateboard, and you suck at balancing. And you can't stand up on one leg and say the alphabet backwards or whatever. You could blow a zero and that could be like, oh, our equipment's off, but you didn't pass this, so we're going to have to bring you into the station. There was- Every, everything is literally set up to shit on just the general fucking people, like, yeah. like doing their shit. I remember that night, and you were responsible as fuck, as you've always been. 
Carl, you've been the well, one and done. <laughs> Carl, you've been the one and done fucking guy. I've never seen you do an irresponsible thing that put anybody. In, I've seen you do some irresponsible things, but not putting, <laughs> yeah, I was say, but not putting I was people's like, lives is this in the fucking same danger Carl back behind the fucking about? wheel. But not, but not that. You've always been very like hard nosed about you know your ethics and your morality and like being in in that place. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you might burn someone alive, but you won't drive drunk. I am a pyro. He'll he'll light a firework. He'll oh, there was this up. fuck. Yeah. There was this chick. Her body, like what she would eat, would like ferment it. Like it's a very rare case, and I, I'm probably botching this really badly. But like she got pulled over, and she was like completely sober because she didn't drink. But the way her body processes like foods or something, Weed or whatever, yeah, no food, yeah, it, or it would ferment it in her body, and she like blew like point. What's a high number? Like point I mean, point one or point or I don't know. I mean, what what do you like overly know. drunk? Well, again, that's, oh, yeah, that, like, that's like, by the person. Like, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't but, know, point one eight, point two. Yeah, so she was blowing like that type of shit, and she was completely coherent and sober, but her body just dealt with shit differently. I don't. I know that's irrelevant to what we're saying. It's just fascinating me. No, and once again, I'm not. I'm, man, I I feel like people are going to get the wrong idea. I am not promoting drinking and driving. No, but I feel like there's a common sense thing there. There's a difference between hey. I'm I'm not going to a bar, by the way. I'm going to a restaurant. I'm going to go to a restaurant with uh, my family or my friends or whatever, and I'm going to eat this food, and I'm going to have two beers, and then I'm going to drive home, and everything's going to be fine. Well, tonight compared to I'm going to go out to a bar because it's my friend's birthday, and we're going to take shots and get fucked up, and then we're going to drive. That's different. Yeah. Well, like tonight, you you had two drinks. One. One. You had one outside, and you're like, hey, right, I'm going to have this one because i got to drive home later. Yeah, I had one, and that was, what, uh, 30 minutes ago, and we still got, like, another 30 minutes to an hour that I'm going to be here. Exactly. Because I know that I'm going to be completely fine because I had one seltzer. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, I think it's cool what Philadelphia is doing. They're kind of... I mean, it, well, it's a step in the right yeah, direction. Exactly. Depending on the legislation, I don't know because I haven't yeah, read. They're the not. They're not stopping extortion, but they are at least limiting interactions, which could change people's lives. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we need to do. And and hats off to you know where they're at in Philadelphia and the people that passed. I guess the, the two people that didn't want to pass it were conservatives. Whatever. Who cares at that point? Um, but it is a step in the right de- right direction. That's pretty cool. And, and and people just got to be focused and people need to just start being more involved. And we've talked about it before and I know it's tough and people are brainwashed, but get more people involved, man, with what's going on. I think, oh man, it sounded like my mic was off for a second. I think it, it like, does it need to be plugged in or something? It's getting kind of staticky. Yeah, it is. No, what I think what a lot of people need to think about is it shouldn't take till, oh man, I'm being fucked over now, so now I need to start caring about it, kind of thing. Like, oh, I've never been extorted. Fucked over. Like, I've never been extorted because I've, you know, I've just lived my life. Whenever you get to that point, then it's already like too late. You need to be like actively like thinking about like these societal like issues. Like, does our government have whatever? Not not to go down too much road, but don't start thinking about shit up until it affects you. Man, Start some- thinking about things before it actually affects you. Because obviously everybody gets upset whenever it affects you. Try to do it beforehand. Is, is, there's an, there's an old saying that I'm going to, I'm just paraphrasing. I'm going to completely overly butcher this saying. Overly butcher it. Like make it up for myself basically is what I'm getting at. But there was an old saying along the lines of like, oh, when they came for 
when they came for these people, they came for the, the shoe cobblers and they took them all away. Nobody cared. Oh, and then they came for the bread makers and took them all away and nobody cared. And then they came for these people and nobody cared and blah, blah, blah. Then they came for the Jesuits and they took them. And then next they came for me and there was no one left to stand up for me because they had already gotten rid of everybody else. Yeah. You got to care from the get go. Yeah. And that, and that's gone. That's not that doesn't exist in society because we're all selfish and all you know about. That's what we're taught, in my opinion. We're all. It's just all about you. And it's hard not to and, be selfish in this society. Yeah. In, all, in all fairness, it's yeah. really hard not to be. Like what? What else are we given besides to be selfish? Like what tells us in society to care about other people? Nothing. There's nothing out there, that's especially in a corrupt capitalist society where everything is based on. Man, look out for yourself because that's the only way you're going to make it. And I hate, I hate and, the fact you, that... But you feel that way, especially with the interactions that you have with people that make you feel that way because the society is that way. You know, you're having these interactions with people and you see how selfish they are and just a lot of shit happens to you and you're like, well, fuck, man. Like, it's just, it's me. It's just me and my family and I'm not going to worry about anyone else. Why the fuck I really I try it? not to be, though. I, I feel know, like I put in a good effort. But there's literally so, like but, some 1984 shit. Yeah, there's so much shit that happens with people that you have, that's, it makes you feel, but it's because society is that way. It could be different. You don't have to feel that way and you could be about other people, but unfortunately that's just not the case. It's hard. You have to actively try to fight against that. Yeah. Which is difficult. It's, you're, you're like fighting against your, not your nature, but like your nurture, you're fighting against what's been installed in you from society and from the education system and from just what we are as our as just society. That's the best way to put it. You're fighting against what society has taught you. And you have to actively fight against that to be able to give a shit about other people. And that's hard to do sometimes. And then we obviously we care for other people, but I'm saying like the but deep, the deep rooted shit, like going out of your way yeah. to stop, you know, injustices, right? Allowing extortion at a high yeah. level and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's all like, wait till it happens to me. The, the quote that you said that hits at home, man. And then whenever it hits you, it's already too late yeah. because you yeah. didn't back up anybody else. Because right. the bread makers, them. they took the bread makers. I don't know. I butchered the shit out of that. It has nothing to do with bread makers. <laughs> it makes sense to me though, man. The, yeah, that's why I said paraphrasing. The point was there. That, that's the route that we're on though. As a society, we don't we don't have any hindsight until it until it hits home. And then now you start caring about it, which is too late. Like, regulations, whenever regulations come in, it's because a bunch of people had to fucking die, right? Like, the seatbelt. Like, the whole seatbelt thing, right? Like, the only reason why the seatbelt's around is because a whole lot of people died in car crashes that could have lived if there would have been a fucking seatbelt. Same, same mentality. So, we, we let it happen for things like that, but, like, for the real shit that matters, we just kind of look at, at the wayside and say, nah, we'll just worry about that later or not worry about it at just all. just never hits you till it's, till yeah, it's you. Yeah, I, I know, but what I'm saying, like, but once again, the, the whole thing is you got to try to look beyond that. Yeah, you have to actively... Which is hard to do beyond yourself because, once again, human beings are inherently selfish. I believe that. I believe that human beings are inherently selfish. But there, there's has, it, I, think we're, I think we're nurtured to that. I don't think we're inherently no, no, selfish. Yeah. No, human, I, human beings are inherently selfish. I, I, no, no, I disagree. I disagree, I disagree. Too. I think the society and the way you're raised and brought up, not raised, like, I'm not no. saying it's your parents' fault. No, it's a survival mechanism. I'm talking about going deep into, like, survival mechanism, like, level shit of what it is to be a human being. You worry about... Your shit, unless you have, like, kids or, or, like, a family or some shit. But if you're just out there and you, you don't care about all of humanity, you're like, no, I'm just trying to do me right now. I disagree. Sure that I, I don't think that you're inherently... It's really hard. It takes a... It take, it, it's actual work 
to start caring outside of yourself and having empathy and and actually like caring like I think you're born with empathy well there are just some really good people that have that I think that the majority you, of people were you naturally born with with empathy and like caring deeply about other people and not not I think selfishly. We, I think we all were, and yeah. you're trained to go the other way. Yeah, hundred percent. Man, I, I think that's more of a primal primal thing that's just like naturally in us to where we care about ourselves first, and then it's really hard. Maybe you just education. still got monkey brain. Education, and, yeah, pro- probably. <laughs> I mean, that everybody will agree with that. Um, I think it takes more than that. I think it takes an educational process to get to that point to where you start opening your scope and view of the world, and then you start thinking about those things. But naturally, you just care about this first. I think when you start becoming an adult... Who, like, who was born to where, like like a kid, is just giving first? They're, they're you know, you're, yeah. you're needy at first. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's inherent at, at birth. I mean, I... Is, is those human instincts. I get what you're saying. I don't, I don't understand, and and it's hard to translate that within growing up to all of a sudden go outside of that. That takes a lot of education. No, I get that because you do have to be you got to you got to be taught to like, shit. hey, share your toys when you're a kid and all that kind yeah, of shit. Dude, yeah, kids will be selfish, dude. Kids are are kids. Okay, I don't have a kid. You don't have a kid. You two have kids. Are kids naturally selfish? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See that that's inherent. <laughs> They're worried about themselves first. Which makes sense. Well, no, but that should make sense. Hold on, you have hold to take on, care of hold this on, first, hold right? On. Let's slow it down real quick, though. The kid has no idea that it's being selfish. It has no idea that it, that it, that kid, that's. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not in the right state of but, mind. But this is the it, it all the goes, genome so, that we come from, sure. in in how human beings there, work. But there used to be a time where there weren't. Toys. We can surpass that. There, there used I, to be a time where there weren't toys. But yeah, I'm sure kids were always that way. Even before toys were there, they always wanted to play with a stick and they'd fight over sticks. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it, it does come down to parenting the child. And you could even go as far to say that with the mass propaganda campaign that's gone on in Western civilization, it has made people more inherently selfish than than we should be. That's what I'm getting weird, at. Yeah, right? That's, that's, what, that's I'm what I'm saying. Weird thing. I think that, yeah, sure, you're inherently selfish, but you're inherently giving as well. There's no part of you that, like, when you're a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old or whatever, because that's, li- you know, that's a little older than a baby. You're nine or ten years old, and you see a kid that you don't know getting beat up or something. There is that part in you that wants to be like, "Hey, man, like that that kid shouldn't be getting beat up or whatever." Right. But it's about what's happened during your life and how society leads you towards that. Are you going to be the guy who helps him out, or are you going to back away because you're worried worried about the consequences of yourself getting beat up or whatever? That that's more of what society takes hold. But I think ingrained in you naturally. There is that empathy there. It's equal you're not, parts. You're not trained that. You it's, are not taught that. That that e- empathy is there. It's equal parts, for sure. Unless you're a sociopath. Dude, like, <laughs> as much as my daughters are four and two, and I've seen them fight over toys and shit, but they're an hour away from each other. If they're an hour apart from each other, like, I don't know if you saw Carrie in Snapchat last week, but literally Phoenix got out of dance class. Finley got out of uh, gymnastics a, a little bit earlier. And Phoenix, the first thing she does is run down the stairs and gives just Finley a big hug. Cause she missed her man. Like, and there are times where they share toys and shit and we don't, you know, like it's, it's, I mean, sure that's it's, different too. Cause you're talking about a connection between siblings yeah, and yeah, not but, strangers. Well, what I'm saying is it's equal parts for sure. I think you're born with equal parts. It's up to the world that you live in for them to teach you not to be selfish. And our society leans more towards selfishness. What's, yeah. what's more inherent though, like in, in a child without any nurturing or anything, what would that child end up doing? 
They'd be You're talking about, about just a child, though. I'm saying in, inheritance doesn't have to just be like a newborn a child. Like the older you get, your scope expands yeah. naturally. Yeah. And what and, is and I'm not and what that is, can't happen? And what, what does society have to offer? That's, yes, that's yes, exactly. Yes, society like your scope expands naturally. You naturally start to develop the the awareness okay. as a human being to care for other people. But our current society shuts that shit down. Yes. How can you help anybody else if you haven't helped yourself first, Carl? Don't you have to be like naturally <laughs> selfish to begin with? There's always going to be some selfishness Isn't that there, at our Jesse. fucking core. But you're acting like selfish? selfishness is the only thing. You're like selfishness no, is no, it. No, no, I'm, I'm saying human beings are are this thing, and they are inherently selfish. Yeah, and that that just causes like some shit. Just like we're inherently we inherently we are have also empathy. inherently have empathy. Hundred percent. Which weighs more? Again, how can you be empathetic if you're not a little selfish first? You have both, and I'd say they're like equal parts. Again, it's what does society have to offer? I think you're kind of forgetting that from the equation. Is like we were brought up in this Western civilization, and this is the reason why we are typically more selfish as as individuals is because this is what society has to offer us, and it's what's brainwashed us you're, and told us. You're nurtured for the selfish side of you to take over more than the empathetic side of you. Yes. Oh, okay. I can agree with that. Yeah, so, the, so there's but both those sides uh, exist in un you. Understand it's really easy to, to water... That that side of um, of selfishness yeah. so easy, so easy. The ego, the ego is begging, begging for the universe to be around me, right? Like that's it's so easy for me to like in picture. The man, this is all about me. You got a big ego. Well, me at like seventeen, like I, I've been down that road. I'm like, but just imagine know. society where that ego was really never filled. And this, you know, the selfishness wasn't really ever there and society offered more for the empathy side. And you had a planet where people were giving towards each other more so than it was here. Imagine what that would create. That'd be, be a better planet. Yeah. But, it, but it, what's sad is it takes so much work to get there. Yeah. That one's, you evil, know, corrupt the right people, course is usually more difficult. Yeah. Evil, corrupt people have taken over this world. Human I've, beings have a weird, know? have a weird thing to go through. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I think there has has to have been a time Poor on this Carl planet. Carl over here, he's like, oh. <laughs> There's been a time on this planet where empathy has won, I think. You know, like, talking... I don't at, know about that. Talking with Howdy, and, and, and again, I know you guys aren't on the same page with me on, on what I believe happened in the past. I think there was a time where, you know, people were all one, or close to it. Well, Not what, all one, but you know what I'm when saying. When is the time that was outside of your two kids where you <sighs> legitimately thought for another person? I've just always been that type of guy, man. I like hanging out with my friends and fucking chilling. And I know, but like everybody has their own their own shit. Like you're you're doing shit for yourself. Yeah, still hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I mean. But this is like it's hard. Me to like, do it. like human beings. Like, no, like, and and it's and it's honest. It's honest, even though it sounds like whatever. Well, but no, it's like, I, man, we do shit for ourselves. Man, not to first. be conceited, but I feel like I've done a decent amount or try to do a decent amount for other people. I was going to say the same. Not thing. to sound like a cocky <laughs> asshole, but like. I feel like I have. I feel like I've had empathy for other people and been there and cared no, for you, other people. You can do that, but even even in the end, is that is that pure or are you doing that shit for your own fucking happiness? This is this weird this weird thing that we come about. Even if it's for my own happiness, wouldn't that be a good thing? The whole like, hey, me helping other people is what's giving no, me no, dopamine. That, that, it, that is a that's great a thing. That's a great thing yeah. in your like 
you can feel good about it. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with like, I shouldn't like help a stranger and then, man, I feel like a piece of shit because I just helped him. No, it's okay to feel good because you helped someone else. That's a fucking good feeling. That doesn't make it selfish. It's a great feeling to have. I don't think that's selfish at all. Like after you help someone. And the whole thing is you get that feeling afterwards. I'm not seeking that feeling from, that's the big difference. I'm not going out of my way to help someone so that I feel good. The feeling good is just the after benefit of it. Or publicizing it. Or exactly. Yeah. Like on Facebook. Oh, hey, I gave this homeless guy $20. The, yeah, exactly. I don't talk about when I make donations and oh, shit no. like that. Like, that shit pisses not... me off when I see that. Because then you're being selfish. Yeah. Exactly. It's all good. Nope, it's oh, working. There you go. No, I've actually been down that road. I remember uh, going down to like downtown and I was this asshole that like Snapchatted some shit. Of yeah, what giving, a piece of shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, and like looking back on it, I'm like, man, I'm a fucking piece of shit. It should be done anonymously because that's as close as you can get to being a good person. It shouldn't be. It should be genuine. And it's okay, to, it's okay of, oh, to feel good about it afterwards. Blessing, blessing this other person with what I have. So, and like what you said to Johnny, though, is like he can feel good about doing it, but whenever you make it public like that, now you're doing it for a whole different reason. Yeah. yeah. You're not yeah. doing it for yourself. Yeah. You're and doing we, it, I guess, for yourself, but you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Those people and, are and, seeking that. They're and seeking then now, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going, if I go into a situation where it's whatever it may be, donation, helping someone, what, it doesn't matter. If there's a time when I'm helping a stranger for whatever reason, it's never, I mean, I sure, I'm sure that I've had some shitty moments where I've done it in the past. We all have. We're all fucking whatever, 30 years old. Um, I'm sure that at the time when I'm doing something good for someone else, I'm not thinking to myself, ooh, when I do this, I'm going to get that dopamine hit and I'm going to feel good. So I'm going to go out of my way to do this so that I feel good. That doesn't cross your mind. Hold on. That so, part doesn't so happen real quick afterwards. Though, real quick, but knowing that that dopamine exists, whenever you have the opportunity to be in that position, are you doing it because you want that dopamine hit? I don't think... No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think about you that. You don't think about maybe, the dopamine hitting. Maybe subconsciously... Oh, no, sure. Subconsciously, yeah. I can't control my subconscious, bro. That yeah, is what it very is. Very true, very true. I'm just... I mean, going to your point, maybe that's just another part of just inherently being selfish. It exists in us no matter what. I don't know. That's some That's some inner shit. I don't know. Because your body knows it's going to get that, fe- that feeling if you do it. But I mean, out of the kind of my hardness, like I... you know. But I don't think that's a bad thing either. No, no, it's definitely not. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm in agreement. Yeah, man. There's one time... Driving to work or something, and these people there was a garage sale, and they were trying to lift something heavy up. And I, you know, I pulled over and I was like, "Hey, you guys need some help?" Because it was like an older couple, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll take some help." And I fucking put it in there and helped them, and got that fucking dopamine hit after I got in my car. I'm like, "Oh, you know." That's what I'm saying, and it feels shitty talking about and it now, now but we're yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're doing right. it for the perp. We're in all fairness, we're doing it for the purpose of like actual yeah, examples. Right, yeah. example. But I'm yeah. sure that all of us have had a moment like that where it's like, "Hey, I see this person at the gas station." obviously trying to get someone to jump their car. Like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. roll up next to them and help them jump their car. There is not a moment in me where I'm like, I'm going to do this so that I feel good and so they think I'm a good person. I'm doing it because at the time, I genuinely feel like... You like, want to help. Yeah, like I literally want to help this person yeah. because how would I feel in this instance? And like, how, like that's what brings good to the world. Yeah. What if actually... Man, I'm going to butcher this. Um, yeah. What if actually overall just... We are what I've always said we are, which is super interconnected. And the reason why you're getting a dopamine hit is because you're actually helping out yourself in, in the end by helping like other people. 
Could be. And and everything comes back. And this is like a karma thing for me, and I, you know me. I believe in karma, like, thoroughly. You can only get what you give first. You have to give it first. If you want to be happy, make somebody else happy, you'll find happiness. This weird thing. Um, but, like, looking at that piece of, like, everybody and, and what we're doing, like... Is is it really selfish at that point? Oh, man, no, gonna... I don't think it is. I I don't even if even if it comes out that way afterwards because you get I don't think but, that but makes you, it but selfish. But then you have this issue of why why does everybody else just be selfish and you know and curled up in in their fucking house and not giving a shit about people? So you're saying and, it's selfish either way you do it? I don't know. There's almost no way to get around it. Because you're saying it's almost being selfish to help them, but also selfish to not help them because you're thinking about yourself. Not well, then why it? not pick the better one and help them? Right. And you bring the, you always you bring the example of being born selfish, but I think that that we are born selfish. But I think you have to be in order to well, survive. We're also have born. We, have we established that yes, at least yes, everybody's you are born selfish, born, but not like a hundred percent selfish. That's for survival, though. You're right. not born like a hundred. It's not a morality. Though. Like kids don't have that level of morality. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. We. I think we all agree there. I just, the way you worded it earlier, way at the, at the beginning of this conversation, I'm talking like 20 minutes ago, the way you worded it, I thought you were saying we were inherently born only selfish and only self-serving. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. No, because th this is the weird thing, is why we're getting the dopamine hit is because we realize on, on a level that we're all interconnected and we're all in this together, which I hate this separation idea that we're not somehow interconnected through everybody I mean, the connection gets smaller whenever you get to, like, other countries and shit, but we're still connected as human beings. We're all living on this planet. We're all human beings. We're all the same that's, that's, species. That's the whole thing. Like, try to make it work. Except kind Mark of Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, he's a reptile for sure. Man. <laughs> reptile. Android. No, I, I think I think he just... You want to talk, you get talk about you Mike? You get disassociated Mark. From, from life once you hit a certain level of money, which is unfortunate. But. No, and then, and then next thing you know. We've talked about this before, psych yeah. psychopathy and all this. Yeah. Like, like, dude, you were 100% you were corrupted by, by this, like, the one shit. Like, what's better than heroin? Probably, like, millions of dollars of, at, at a time millions? in a month. We're talking billions with these people. I'm, I'm talking about within a month. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? Would you want a needle in your arm for heroin that makes you feel really good? Or like, I don't know, like $5 million a month and you could just do whatever the fuck you want to do. That feeling would be insane. I don't even, yeah. What do you do with that? I mean, I get, yeah. whenever I get a fat paycheck, it's like $1,200. That gets my dick hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could you imagine like $5 million and just Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could imagine because I don't think it's ever going to happen. But <laughs> No, no, that's, that's got to be like the highest of highs. Yeah. Is, is that. And then you have Because that's this. what society's built off of is money. That's why you get that dopamine. For sure. Which brings us all the way back to the point of this conversation in the first place, which is society is the problem right now that pushes us towards that selfishness. Yes, 100%. That's very true. But that's because we created a money system. Yeah. And with the 6 billion people, I don't know what other systems would be. I can't say the, say the word. Dan would applicable. come in right now. Yeah. Dan would come in right now and you'd be like, oh, you're talking about money systems? We'll talk about money systems with Dan and realize how it's corrupt. You mean Pat, probably. Yeah, no, sorry, Pat. Oh, shit. You're right. It's Pat. Yeah. He won't watch this. Not this late. No, definitely not. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all, I, that's all I got for tonight. I know Carl's probably ready to hit the, hit the hay, man, but we're close to the, the end of the hour. No, you're not. 
whenever we get doing this, every time I come over, I never want to stop. Oh, really? It can yeah. be fun sometimes, man. Oh, it is. It's like you're just hanging out with friends talking. It's a good time. Exactly. But you got to be up early, man, and do some electric shit, right? No, I build racks all day. It's very boring. Build. When's the last time? This is my question at the very beginning that I interrupted Paul with and never said, because Jesse was talking about mm-hmm. emails. When's the last time any of y'all motherfuckers sent a uh, snail mail, physical mail? Like, do you ever did you send a birthday card? You know, did you send? Carrie, my wife does it all the time. Anytime yeah, I got, we, I got something from you guys yeah. actually. Like, I don't even know what the fuck. That anytime is. we do, like, anytime we get gifts from anyone, you don't know what snail mail yet. is, like paper yeah. mail. I used to for my we car. Get, you got mail, mail today. Check. You got our. You got the bills in the mail. Okay, so, <laughs> so that's snail mail. No, when yeah. did you send mail? When's but I'm what? asking, when's the last time you've sent mail? Never. Exactly. Like, so does it count if you put a check in an envelope and then you send it? No, you have to write something like an. Yeah, I'm letter. saying like when's yeah, like wrote a card or some shit. Yeah. This wasn't this question wasn't supposed to be that deep. It was just a simple like funny question, question at the beginning of the podcast. But I had to dig very deep. It's probably been about. I didn't expect Jesse to get on this like tangent of like what is snail mail. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably been like ten to twelve years for me since I've actually physically wrote. A yeah, I don't. I don't. Someone. I can't remember the last time. I don't. I don't know if I ever have. I know I did right around, I was like probably 22, 23. I don't know if I ever have. I think when I was a kid, I wrote my dad a letter about something. Does a journal count? But then it... No, I was going to no, say, because the whole point was the it's mail. fucking yeah. mail. sending something yeah. to Buying someone. Buying a stamp, sending that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, no. That's not, you I, I don't think I ever have. I don't think I ever have. Damn. Really? We'll leave it with you. Yeah, I don't think I ever have. Poor Paul. He's just like... Sending shit. I mean, we're at an hour. <laughs> So we'll leave with you guys right there. Have you guys sent any snail mail recently? <laughs> Jesse's like, what the fuck is snail mail? Wooflo, if you have sent snail mail, let us know, man, because you were the only one who comments on any of our videos. So I appreciate it. And we do man. appreciate that. Think, oh, yeah. I think Will Sterling still watches these, so I want to shout out. Does he really? Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Will Sterling still hits these up. That dude's in the car hey, all the time, man. That's true. Yeah, that's in true. That sexy ass fucking SUV that motherfuckers rocking. Brother. Yeah. <clears throat> Will anyway? Will has some great. Do we need to have Will on the podcast? Will, if you oh, want, that'd be a good time. Yeah. Oh fuck, we could talk about some cool ass shit with Will. It'd be dope. All right, we're losing our audience now at this right, like yeah. last little. So the best thing you guys could do for building. Talk Junkies, what you could do for Talk Junkies, honestly, just like the video, share the video with any of your friends or family if you think that this podcast led you anywhere at all. If it didn't and you hate it, still send it to them and let them know why you hated it because then maybe they'll hate it just the same. Yeah. Dislike the fuck out of it. Spread this shit. If it gives you dopamine, dislike it. Yeah. Yes. Also, um, check us out on any of the other platforms. We're on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Instagram, OnlyFans. Not on Instagram. We should do an OnlyFans. Talk Junkies OnlyFans. Just us three and like fucking. (laughs) We just get naked in podcasts. (laughs) Oh, dude. There could be some money for that. Some old old chicks might get into that. But to all our junkies out there. Stay fly and ring the bell.